Welcome to the Financial Fun Podcast with your host, Tammy Johnston. This is where Tammy talks with business owner parents and grandparents about the interesting and important subject of money. We promise this to be an interesting and open discussion, as that's how we learn best. And now, here's your host, author of the Financial Foundations. Financial Foundations is a series of books to teach kids about money, goal setting, and living a balanced life. Find out more at financialfund.ca. Here's Tammy Johnston. First things first, I would like to thank all of my listeners that have subscribed and reviewed my podcast and invite you to subscribe and review if you haven't yet. I appreciate you helping us to get the word out and making financial literacy a safe and welcoming subject for kids and adults. Second, please check out my podcast website, financialfund.ca, where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Hello once again, and thank you for joining us for the Financial Fund Podcast. Today, our guest is Sherry Beatty. Thank you for joining us, Sherry. You're most welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, Sherry, why don't you tell us about your business? What what has you passionate and excited? Well, it's a new business for me, and it's a little bit of a, a different um, maybe business model because it it stemmed from what wasn't working in department stores and the whole idea of a woman shopping for her wardrobe getting frustrated with maybe a lack of service or not having what she had in mind or maybe her size was sold out whatever it might have been and she ends up settling for that piece that was supposed to be for an outfit and she takes it home it hangs in her closet, maybe even still with price tag on it, and it holds bad energy in her closet because it's like, darn it, it was supposed to be that outfit and I settled for this one. Mm. And, you know, she spent the money and the money's just hanging on a, on a hanger, but she's not wearing the item. So it becomes an orphan in her closet, which means she's got a closet full of clothes, but no outfits to wear. So the company that I'm an independent stylist with is um, it, it started because of how department store clothing shopping has been so difficult and so challenging. So what I do is I show women an alternate way to shop for their clothing. And as an added service to my clients, I will do a closet capsuling for them where I go in after they've got their purchases and I help them to see what outfits can be made with also the clothes that they've already got in their closet. So they go into their closets um, and they spend less time there. They come out looking put together, ready to conquer their day, seal some contracts, sign some new clients, and they're better, smarter, faster for doing so. Well, I'm I'm a big fan of that because personally, I'd rather slip my own wrist than have to go clothing shopping. <laughs> I, I, I don't know women. I don't understand how women can do it for sport. I'm going, oh, this is torture. <laughs> right, right. Well, there are some that just, you know, they like to the window shop and they like to see the fashion and the style that's out there. They might not necessarily be interested in purchasing anything, but 
But yeah, there's, you're not alone. You're not alone in your thoughts. And what is your family situation, Jerry? Well, I, Tammy, am going through a divorce. And I've got uh, two awesome boys that are 13 and 17. And uh, we, I'd like to think that we've got our schedule down to a science and that if there's a little stone in the cog of what's supposed to happen at home, it, it kind of throws things for a wrench. But uh, we're, we're doing very well in terms of our, our, you know, our situation for sure. So when did you first start realizing as a kid that money was something that was important and you needed to pay attention to it? You know, that's a really good question. And honestly, I don't know if I can say, oh, it was definitely this event. But I do remember certain things that jump into my memory. So one of them was we grew up um, on a farm close to a small town with 100 people and 55 dogs. (laughs) Oh, my, that's a lot of dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And... Because it was such a small town and it was country living, we would take advantage of the teenagers who were out drinking and loitering, and they would throw their beer bottles out the windows of their cars rather than take them home. Typical old-style farm kids, yes. Right, right. So my brother and sister and I, with one of my parents, I mean, it would alternate. It was never, I don't think it was ever both of them at the same time, but... We would go in my dad's half-ton truck, and probably the three of us were, you know, riding on the on the side of the box, yeah. and we would drive the country roads and pick up bottles and cans that were thrown out of car windows. And we would we had a little like a little building, and we called it the bottle house. Oh my! It was about the size of if you could push four porta potties together. Okay. That was the size of it. And we would collect empties in there until the little bottle house was full. And then we would drive, I can't remember how far, but we would go to Yorkton, Saskatchewan, to the bottle depot. And we would end up with however much money it was. And then we would go to the mall for for clothes shopping for back to school. And my sister and I had our own agenda with what we wanted to buy what we thought was in style and all the rest of it. But my brother would hang with my mom. And I do believe my mother always used her money to buy my brother's clothes. But my sister and I were using our share of the bottle depot money. And, you know, it it jumps to mind. So I think I'm resenting that whole thing. (laughs) It it seems that your brother was a little bit more on, on, on top of this money thing at the time. He was maybe a little bit more savvy, and I do recall that he was the saver. He would save. He wouldn't spend. And my sister and I were definitely the spenders. That's that's one early thought that I have about money, for sure. Oh, that's... Was your brother older by chance? He was older. I was the youngest, so it was my sister, and then my brother, and then me. It, it's amazing how how we learn certain certain lessons different ways. Yeah. And obviously your love of fashion started young. Well, (laughs) I just knew that, you know, what my mom may have had in mind for me for back to school clothes was maybe a little bit different than what I had in mind. 
But I do remember, it's funny you say that, Tammy, because I remember in grade 12, I went to a small high school. I think there were like 23 graduates in my class in 1985 and no I don't look my age no you don't you do not (laughs) I remember um I remember this particular outfit it was one of my favorite outfits that I wore to school that day and one of my classmates another girl looked at me and it was first thing in the morning and I could see she was really tired she looked at me she's like oh my god is it spirit day today Because she looked at what I was wearing and she thought that would be more appropriate for a spirit day, like, you know, Western day or, or whatever. And it's like, oh my God, you've got no idea, girl. (laughs) (laughs) And now now that you, now that you have two boys, like they're, they're probably very well aware of money and stuff. What are, what are some of the questions and things that they're, they're asking you or things that you're noticing now that you're the mom? What I'm noticing, Tammy, so my boys are very different in personalities. You could almost say one is black and one is white. We've got an introvert and an extrovert, one who's better in small groups, one who craves a large group. And the the more introverted child, who's my oldest, he is very careful with his money. He is the saver. He is aware of you know, having to take something out of the wallet and do that transaction. Um, And he's not looking to spend frivolously. That's, that's for sure. And he also, after reading your books, this, the series of books that you had for kids, which I didn't get for my kids until shortly after I met you. And they were already like in their early teens. I'm going to say, I can't remember exactly. But he read those books and he wanted six containers because he was going to start putting his money according to what you had planned out in your books. You know, some for, and I can't remember what they are, Tammy, you can refresh me. One is for your financial freedom fund. One is for your long-term savings. One is for charity. One is for gifts. One is for play and one is for education. Yeah. And he did it all. And he would often come to me and say, Mom, can you change a 20? Or I need I need quarters. Can I buy some quarters from you? Oh, my goodness. This is a boy that's completely after my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he liked it and he did it. I don't think he's practicing it in the same way, but it definitely started his financial awareness. My youngest son, on the other hand, he's, he's the go-getter. He's the, he's the extrovert. He's, he's louder. He's more social. He's very adult in so many ways. He has incredible conversations with adults on so many topics. And their dad, when he, um, when he was doing his, uh, TFSA account, he said to the boys, cause he could see our youngest who's, you know, kind of interested in risks and stock and that sort of thing. He said, okay, boys, here's what I'm going to do. I've got a TFSA account and he explained to them what it was. And he said, I'm going to let you dictate what stocks you want to buy with it in my TFSA. Mm, that's, that's a very, in some people would say very brave dad. <laughs> <laughs> and so my youngest started researching and he would look at all of these different companies and he 
has since given stock advice to his dad, to his older brother, to a couple of friends. He's got some of his friends also interested in stock, whether that started from him or from their parents. But most like most likely from him, because uh, very few parents actually ever talk about that amongst themselves, alone with their kids. It's it's possible. It's possible. So when I had um, printed out your list of potential questions for our call today, he looked at it and he's like, what is this about? I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to be doing a podcast with Tammy. Remember Tammy who wrote the books that you've got, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, well, do you want me to answer these questions for you, Mom? (laughs) (laughs) So in my notes, I just want to tell you, Tammy, that he's all about um, dollar cost averaging. And he'll tell you flat out that index funds beat stocks, hands, hands down. Yep. And then he said, I said, oh, well, what would be your thing? What would be like your your phrase? And he said, I spend to save. And my eyes went big and my hair stood up on its end. And I said, can you please explain that? <laughs> And he said, I spend to save as in the stock market. So he has no problem putting money into the stock market. He says that a professional opinion is always good. And when it comes to stocks, he says everything always goes up. Mm, I'll disagree on that one. (laughs) I will disagree on that one. (laughs) But it has been so, he has taught me so much, Tammy, that it honestly goes over my head. Because he's talking about, I can't even tell you what he's talking about, because I, I should have taken notes. And, and how old is your son again? He's 13. He'll be 14 next month. Yeah, so he's quite young. And I absolutely love this, because a lot of people go, well, my kids aren't going to understand this and that. and going, you would be absolutely blown away at what kids can understand. And once they start um understanding that, yeah, money is, is something fun, and here's all the things that you can do with it, and here you can make it. Kids will pick this up, and they will get right into it, and they can start educating you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's been it's been fun to watch him. Like So they've even got um, um, mutual funds at the bank, and they had you know, money sitting in in their accounts and it got to be the amount where it's like, yeah, it's time we do something with this. So I took each one of them individually to the bank, met with an advisor to say, okay, this is what he's got to invest. I know it has to be in my name because he's under 18. So what are our options? And we started going through the questions and it, I mean, in the, in the black and white of it, are you high risk, mid risk, low risk. My oldest was very much on the lower end of the spectrum for the risk because he's a little more conservative, you know, that sort of thing. And the my youngest, who is the, you know, go getter, he's he's the the um the extrovert and that sort of thing. He's like hi, hi all the way. I'm young enough. It can bounce back. I'm not gonna watch it every day. And it's been really fun for me to see how their investments have grown and at what rate considering one is a higher risk than the other. Well, those are just the very, very basic beginning of the questions. Like everybody talks about what you risk, but one of the things that I have to teach people on a regular basis is what is the purpose of the investment? Because 
if you're saving for short term, like your oldest one, if he's saving for going to college and stuff, well, he's in grade 12 right now. So going to college is really, really close. He can't afford to take any market downturns and things like that. So I love the fact that they're that they're getting involved and in asking questions, but they're just scratching the surface on the things that they need to be asking. No, true enough, true enough. But they in the appointment they already knew that the kids were set up with their RESP, so they're they're set up for their secondary education, which is, which is great. And this is for other things, you know, life oh, yeah. things. It's, it's just. Yeah, one of the first questions is, like, what is the purpose of the investment? But the fact that they are so involved, that's amazing. Do you ever remember watching The Cosby Show? I do. And uh, so the the actor that played Theo. Oh, now you've lost me, Tammy. Well, he was, he was the only son, and he was talking about how his... Because he was making very, very good money being one of the stars on a... On, one of the most popular sitcoms ever at the time. And he used to complain that his mother would drag him out to uh, go to the meetings and stuff with his accountants and things like that and how he absolutely hated it, but she insisted upon it. And she says, oh, that now looking back as an adult, like she says, that's one of the best things ever because he says, I see so many child actors and stuff that made lots of money but have absolutely nothing because they didn't learn anything about it or how to look after it or anything where my mom made me go to these boring appointments with the accountants and the financial advisors and stuff like that. He says, I'm now set for life and I know what they're talking about. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's absolutely fantastic that your kids are, are, are so into it. I'm just going, Oh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so happy that they got something out of the books. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always say that they do. A lot of kids start off going thinking they're being punished because this like may, this seems like extra math homework or something. Right. But once they get into it, they usually get quite excited about it. Yes, yes. So if you can make sure that your your two boys fully understand three lessons about money when you set them off into the big bad world all on their own, what three things would you want your kids to like know and understand? Well, possibly, hmm, one of the things would definitely be taxes and that they have to, if they are entrepreneurs, they have to set money aside for the taxes on a regular basis, that it is okay to treat themselves every once in a while. And, um, hmm, it's, it's good to follow a budget, especially when they're starting out to really understand what things cost, how to um, get a better deal from maybe it's switching the stores where they're shopping. Maybe it's the coupons. Maybe it's doing their shopping on a different day of the week. Um, yeah, budget budget is huge. Budget is huge. Oh, completely. You have my full agreement. Budget is the foundational piece. Everything else builds on top of that. <laughs> well, I would like to thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day to be on the podcast. It was great having you. Oh, Tammy, I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, you too.
Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome. Whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundation's Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fun, and Instagram at financial.fun. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Financial Fun Podcast. Join Tammy Johnston again next week. For more information, please visit financialfund.ca.